Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. I don't know the episode number. Don't know the date. It's been a while. I know. I'm sorry. The last time we were on, I was not here, but Brian and uh, that other guy, Jesse, were on. <laughs> and they made a debacle of the show. My house was hit by lightning, I think, that night or the, the week before. I don't remember. And fried all my networking equipment, my computers, my internet, my Wi-Fi, my Sonos, everything that was connected to my network was completely fried. Backup files, all fried, all gone. So I got a new computer a couple weeks later. I am back up and running, but I'm not recording. Brian's going to record. So Brian's going to have to put the episode out. So that's good news for me. So I have Brian here. Say hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. And then I have my favorite tiki bird in the office here, the, the tiki wow. hut. It's Matt. That's messed up. <laughs> you don't have to lie to everybody. I'm not lying. I'm not telling the truth either. Right. Somewhere in the middle. And nobody else is here. Jesse is in. So Jesse, I think, was having an affair and went to Jamaica with a woman. Wow, just put his business all out there. Yeah, so he did that or something like Maybe it was his wife. I'm not sure. He's there with a woman. Keith, he um, he's sleepy. He worked all day, so he's not able to make it. So he doesn't want to join us. That's it. No, that's it. It's just the three of us. So uh, this week we're not going to have the news from Steve. So I feel bad for Steve because he hasn't been on in a while. But he's also going to, as we record this, is the first night of the Boo Bash at the Magic Kingdom. So that's the reason why he's not doing the news. So he's having fun at the Magic Kingdom. So no, we're just going to have yeah, Bash and Boosh. You know, good for him. He'd give us a... Maybe we'll have him on next week and we'll talk about what it's like to do that. So, um, with that, we're going to go... I guess we're not, since we're not going to have the news, we're just going to have a straight run of a show and we'll just start talking. Um, some major news that came out last week was that Disney announced prices for the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. And nobody can afford to go. Well, not me. Brian said he's going. Hey, if I get three other friends to pay, I'll go. All right, so they really Disney released sample prices, and on the sample prices, I we'll spend some time talking about this. Now I'm just trying to find where the, the sample prices were. I have I have the um, itinerary, and I want to talk about the itinerary too. I let's talk about. I guess maybe we'll talk about the itinerary since I have this up in front of me. 
don't add know the if prices you guys... if you want the prices. You do, yeah. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Start with the prices. Okay. All right. So four guests per cabin. It's three adults, one child. It's seven hundred forty-nine dollars per guest per night, or five hundred five thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars for a voyage. Three guests per cabin. That's two adults, one child. Eight hundred eighty-nine dollars, or five thousand two hundred ninety-nine dollars, or two guests per cabin. That's $1,209 per guest per night, or $4,809 voyage total. Voyage departs most weekdays, 8-20-2022 to 9-17-2022. Alright, so this is, that's the base price, so that's going to be the cheapest time of year, you know, so it's probably the second week of September, and like the second week of the the second week of January where those prices will be at that. So I'm going to guess for probably like Christmas, you're probably closer to 10,000. Probably I would guess I'm going to average the, I'm going to guess that the average is probably going to be about 6,500 to 7,000 throughout the season for a family of four. That's my guess. But that's like, I, I mean, for me, my family has got no interest in doing it. My, my wife is not a Star Wars fan. That my kids are not Star Wars fans. They would have no interest in it. So, like Brian said, I would have to find three other friends that are willing to do it. I'm sure I could find people that be willing to do it, but are they willing to spend the money? Because you'd be looking, you know, fifteen hundred dollars for two nights at seven hundred fifty dollars a night. And yeah, so granted, um, you know, we could talk about the the schedule. See, and... I I like Star Wars. I'm not somebody who is dying to do this but if i had three other people to do it with just do it once and that's it I, yeah i would consider it i mean and i, I just, would consider it it's just a matter of having to come up with the, the cash to be able to actually go through with it i i mean if i did that that would literally be like my vacation for the year just for those two days yeah that's the problem that that is exactly the problem because like looking at the like the itinerary I don't have the, I don't have the full itinerary, but I have the partial itinerary. So on day one, you arrive at the terminal at one o'clock. Then at one fifteen to one thirty, you take the launch pod to the Star Cruiser. One forty-five to two fifteen is ship orientation. From three to three thirty, it's light refreshments. And then three to four p.m. it's Sabic lessons, Sabic, which is the uh, you know the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon, yeah. So, I mean, you learn that. I don't have the rest of the full schedule. I'm trying to find the full schedule. But then you go to day two, and breakfast is from 7 to 8 a.m., and then you take a transport shuttle from 8.15 to 8.25 to Batu, and you get to rise, ride Rise of the Resistance at 8.45 to 9.30, and then you get to do a story moment where you try to broker a deal for a heist and steal a ship uh, for like a half an hour, and then after that, you do the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, and then you can go do um, lunch at Docking Bay 57. And then you can go back to the ship if you want, or you can hang out in the park. Dinner's included. So the thing is, like, drinks and food are included, but it does not include alcoholic beverages. So all things like that are additional. I know on the schedule, there was uh, lightsaber lessons where you can learn how to use a lightsaber. I mean, that's got to be... I, I don't know. I, well, I think I read. Let me try to find the article, but I think it actually said you could get one quick service or you could get an alcoholic beverage. You'll get breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 
and then it'll include a quick service meal. But then if you don't want a quick service meal, they'll give you an alcoholic beverage. Let me, I'll, I'll try to confirm that. So I have a list of things. It's two nights to stay at a cabin or suite, ongoing immersive and interactive entertainment, food and beverage on the Star Cruiser, a quick service meal at Dock and Bay 7, food and cargo, or other selective locations, admission to um, Hollywood Studios, valet parking, and exclusive data ban. So I'm guessing maybe that's going to be used to... Basically, um, it's a magic yeah. band, I'm sure. It is like, known as the home plan as a magic band. Oh, yeah, so pretty much, yeah. There's a droid racing competition, a build model ship, another Savic tournament, cocktails at the Sublight Lounge, taste around the Galaxy Dinner, um, then there's at, at the second night a spectacular finale from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. So I don't know what that is. And then the next day you get breakfast and then they kick you out between 9.30 and 10 a.m. So you don't even get a full 48 hours at that. I mean, you I mean, you really, honestly, you really got to love Star Wars to want to do this. It's, I don't know. I mean, like, if you... If it would like if you if somebody paid for it for me, I'd gladly do it. If I if I if it was a thousand bucks for the two days, I might swing that. But over that, I mean, your time you're get, it's getting kind of tough. If we had a sponsor that wanted to do it, there's no doubt we would do it. But I, I mean, I, I personally I can't afford to do it. It'll be interesting to see once people do it. My first question is, would you do it again? Yeah, that's a yeah. big question. I mean, because it's wouldn't it get repetitive? I mean, so, you know, it's not like you're on a Disney cruise where you can go hang out by the pool and you can go do a show. I mean, it's pretty much the set schedule every yeah. time, unless they're going to do different things on different cruises. You know, maybe Monday, the Monday, Tuesday cruise is one thing and the Wednesday, Thursday cruise is something else. Maybe that's something that they're probably going to have to do to, to get uh, maybe not right away. Uh maybe down the line in a few years maybe they're going to have to have different cruises because now you're you know so there's a hundred cabins and then you know it's going to last a while before everybody gets who wants to do it will get through it and then there's going to be a point you're going to want that rewritability the re the re you know the, the restayability so you're going to have to change things up so at that point they'll probably have different types of cruises you're always going to have to like you said to keep it you know, unless someone is like, oh, okay, well, it's been a couple of years. Let's go back and try it again. Because if you're doing the same thing every time, I mean, it's not going to be, hey, let's go back and do this each time we go down or whatever. Right. But I mean, yeah, there'll, there'll be enough of a draw that you know, it doesn't really matter at first. So I, I would think they're going to eventually have to add in some type of, you know, different, you know, quote unquote excursions or, or whatever to, to keep the to keep it changing yeah yeah right yeah so the um the fine print's really not important but it's two breakfasts two lunches two dinners plus gratuity is included and you could pick one quick service or you could have uh one non-alcohol one alcoholic beverage so one one <laughs> that's one. it Jeez. okay um i know mean, i know there's gonna be a lot of people out there that are gonna jump on this and can't wait to do it and that's fine. Hey, if you have the money and you want to do it, hey, go for it. I mean, that's for me. I, I don't. I couldn't even see value in it. You know, if it was hanging out with people from the movie at that price, yeah, you know, maybe that's that's something I would definitely, you know, find more value in. But I just, I, I'm not the type of. I don't know. I don't really know if I really want to be completely immersed in that. I do like to 
swim and do different things. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think I'd have to see how people react to it. I want to see technology that they're trying to incorporate. Maybe, right. maybe that'll be cool. You know, if there's a lot of interacting. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be popular probably for the first year, maybe two. But then it's going to definitely drop in price, bring more people in or have some kind of deals. I, I could definitely see deals in the future after the hype kind of dies down. Yeah, years down the road, definitely. I was going to say, another big thing that I've kind of considered is we all know how well Disney does with their brand new technology they're rolling out and everything. So what are they going to do when everybody shows up for lightsaber training and nothing works? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it kind of like, right. oh, well... Something dies out, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see how they cover up when something doesn't work when it's supposed to. They can't go ahead and just say, okay, it's not going to happen. You paid so much money for the whole experience. They're going to need right. an alternative if something goes down. Here, here's your fast pass. Yeah, right? Yeah. See, but my concern is that, you know, typical in typical Disney fashion, they'll start off with a bang and they'll have, all, you know, they'll, they'll hire 100 people to walk around and be characters throughout the facility, right? And then six months from then, it's down to 20. So, you know, you're, you start going and you're hearing about, oh, you know, I interacted with a Wookiee, I interacted with a Jawa, I did all these great things, and then six months later, somebody goes, there was no Jawa, there was no Wookiee, there was no droids, there was just guys there selling stuff. You know, that's the, but that's the typical Disney way, they always start off big and they start dropping things, you know, they're like, oh, you know what, people don't aren't interested in that, let's drop it and we'll save you know, we could save a thousand dollars a day by dropping this person. That happened know. with Pandora. I think when Pandora yes. first opened up, everyone started talking. About, you know, they talked yep. the language, but now it's kind of like it's just something you go in, you ride a flight of passage, and you leave. Maybe look around a little bit, but there's no interactive. That's typical Disney. Um, all right. So next, the the big thing was that they announced was the the Mirrors Connect that it's finally coming. Uh, they announced, you know, months ago after they said Disney's Magic Express was no more and the introductory rates have popped out. So it's I guess it's on par of what I expected too. And for an adult it's sixteen dollars one way thirty two round trip. For a child it's thirteen fifty or twenty seven round trip. So this is the introductory rate, so the, obviously the prices are gonna go up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and also so gonna depend on um, your date and, and whatnot. So, you know, also, they're also going to do a premium service round trip for 200 bucks up to four people and then $55 for an additional person. So now you have to think that, you know, so a family of 30, 60, you know, what, 110 bucks, so 120 bucks, 118 bucks, you're going as a family of four. Now you really have to think that's a hundred bucks. I'm going to make multiple stops. I have to get my own bags. I have to wait online to get on the bus. Do I want to do a rental car or maybe I'll just do a car service or, you know, maybe bus isn't the way to go anymore. And you might see people doing the alternate route. Somebody actually made a comparison on a website. I forgot what website it was. They compared this rate with an Uber extra large and Uber is still cheaper. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, wow. I was saying you also have to think too, because I know they didn't really push it i'm sure you could have when you did magical express but like if you took the bus from mco to um to the cruise line they pushed tipping very hard and i know that it's 
you know, it was mirrors. So you also have to take into consideration that these guys are going to be hounding you for tips. So it's not going to be just the price they're quoting you right there. You're also going to have to, you know, give them another, you know, 10, 15 bucks or whatever per bag or however, however much you, you tip on, on top of what you're normally paying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So it's like, it's like one of those things. I don't know. I don't know if I really want to, I, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to go and, um, rent a car or I'm going to do a car service. I'm not, I'm not going to do a bus when I'm spending a hundred and X amount of dollars to ride a bus. I mean, it's just, to me, it's not worth it. For us, yeah, it makes sense to rent a car. But the thing is, being that we're DVC, we don't have to pay for parking. We have, right. everyone else has to pay for parking. That's another expense you're going to have. So renting a car for, for someone just doing a, a cash hotel, it may not be worth it. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm still all for Uber. You know, a lot of people are, are kind of still iffy about it because of their past experience, not their past experiences, but all the bad things they talk about. I never had a problem with Uber. And to know that I could just hop in an Uber, go right to the hotel, not worry about where it's dropping me off. And then if, even if it is like another $20, I think it's worth it having to deal with a bus and all the stops. I know that I have seriously started thinking whenever we go back down it's only about a nine hour drive for us and it it was always we would fly because economically it was usually cheaper to fly than opposed to paying gas and everything else right because of having to figure out you know how am i gonna get from the airport to there now i'm probably gonna start driving again i I mean i can see it i mean it's a I mean, nine hours isn't bad. I, w- I mean, I wish I was nine hours from there because I would certainly make more trips and I would take my car because nine yeah. hours, it's not a bad ride. But when you can get there in an hour from, you know, your flight was an hour and 15 minutes for you? Uh, hour, 15, hour and a half, depending on everything. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big difference. That's a big jump. So, but uh, I mean, I would, I would do it. I would, I would drive, you know, at least you have your car, but then you, like Brian said, you're going to have, um, have to pay for parking. Yeah. I mean, again, it's one of those things you have to sit down and look at the, the cost and everything and kind of compare apples to apples. But, you know, if you do go down there and you take the bus and like I said, you don't have that car option and you're still paying the extra money. So it's, I, I don't know. It's a, it definitely took a situation that I thought was very clear cut and made it very, very muddy. Right. I had, I don't have any problem using Magic Express going there, going to a hotel, but coming back, I usually Uber because sometimes they want you, especially during the holidays, they want you to leave like four hours early. And if there's yeah. no crowd, I could be work, waiting at, on the airport for like three hours, which yeah. is unnecessary. Yeah. All right. So I was trying to do Mirrors Connect to get a price in April and it's just it's way too much work <laughs> it really is like you had to choose your drop off location your pick up location obviously your airline your flight number the date and then your arrival time and I'm putting my arrival times in there and it's just not working <laughs> it's just like required fields required field I did it I did it so forget it it's I wanted to get an idea of pricing and it's just too much work so forget that the one thing that caught me was that introductory price rate it's like wow that's a beginning price that could only yeah. that could last for years that could be this could be a flop it just lasts kind of like how the minivan went and just completely get wiped out but that could last for six months and then you're looking at possibly 24 dollars an adult 
Right. Oh yeah. Even higher. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a pretty penny. The um the also the interesting thing to think of is that if that's Mir's prices, obviously we sort of kind of know what Disney was paying, so it's probably fairly close to that, probably a little bit less. So let's just say, for argument's sake, it was a hundred bucks for a family of four to take it. So, if, 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 if argument's sake, Disney was just saving fifty bucks a room for people not taking Magical Express. How many millions they are saving by by dropping this? It's unbelievable. What doesn't make sense to me is why can't they just raise the price of something and then they don't have to like include it you know it's they don't have to go ahead and have have it extra they could sneak the cost into another hotel price and still get the 16 dollars, and we wouldn't complain about it if it's a, it was a hidden cost and just include it it just makes more sense um i i, I think they just wanted out of it and i don't think they wanted to add extra things for you to choose from i think they just wanted uh to be done with it, not have to worry about it, and, and put it on somebody else's shoulder. That I mean, made Disney, yeah, that made Disney so unique. The experience it, that you don't have to worry about your bag. Pretty much, you give it to them, you put the tag on, they send you the tags, you put the tag on it, and the bag is at your hotel. Sometimes not on time. <laughs> it could it could be that night, but right. it makes it there, and you don't have to worry about going to the hotel room, all that kind of. You'll drop it off your bag. You can go right to the park if you want to. I mean, it could ultimately just come down that they're just they're, they're cuts and everything. I mean, you got to think you had a cast member at that was greeting you as soon as you got there and would scan your magic band and tell you what gate to get into. Then they had someone who would scan your magic band before they told you what bus to go get on. And there was several other yeah. cast members around there. And I'm sure they've probably cut down on the amount of you know cast members they keep around. Uh, the resort where bags are coming in and out. So, you know, when you could make all those cuts, I'm sure that they save quite a bit by not having to pay these cast members to, you know, especially with travel. I mean, now it's picking back up, but before they were just kind of like standing around. I know when I went down in January, I mean, there was nobody in the airport. I mean, that's the, it was almost creepy when I walked through there. Um, but yeah, I mean, these cast members are just, just basically standing around twiddling their thumbs and they're still getting, you know, paid and their benefits and everything. So I'm sure that probably has a lot to pay into it that people aren't even, you know, thinking about or considering. Yeah, it could be it. Uh, it definitely does. But like, you know, Brian said, it was, it did make everything unique for Disney because it was such a, as, as a travel agent years ago, it was such an easy selling point. Yeah. Hey, listen, you can go to Disney. You don't touch your bags. Really? I think I might do that. I don't, you mean somebody's going to, you know, drive me to and from the airport and my bags are going to magically show up mm -hmm. in my room and I don't have to take them to the airport? It does make you feel like a little special vacation kind of inclusive somewhat just because we'll go ahead, especially travel agents, how they make it so that, you know, they book the fast passes, they book, they do all the work for you and then all you got to do is have the tag on your bag and then show up at the airport. Yep. Well, I mean, that was always one of the big things I look forward to is, you know, once I got everything to the airport, I was like, all right, I'm done. Vacation starts. I don't have to worry about it again exactly. until, you know, so yeah, it, it was, it was a great feeling that, you know, this, I, I got the family and everybody here at one point, my job is done. It's time for right, yeah. And yeah, for exactly. me, the traveling, that's the, my biggest pet peeve of traveling, carrying your bag. I uh -huh. hate carrying the bag. Even if it comes down to having a, a carry on, if I could check it, I will check it. 
I hate having to lug it around because what happens is if my flight is delayed and I have to go ahead and roll this thing around, I just don't want anything. I don't want any responsibility. I want to be on vacation with my headphones on and just wait to get on the plane. <laughs> See, I think, like, the one thing is I have to say is I've taken my kids to Disney you know, since they were babies. And the reason I took them to Disney because it was so easy where I didn't touch my bags. I put the kids in the stroller. Once I, put, I was at the airport, I didn't see the bags again until I was in, in, in my room. Yep. You know, and I, th I don't think Disney necessarily thinks about those small things like that because now you're you're forcing a family who's got young kids, they might second guess, be like, you know what, now it's too much work. I don't think I'm going to take my kids. I think I'm going to wait until they're older or they're out of their stroller, they're out of this. And I could tell you that might have been the case for me if, if this happened seven years ago. I might not have made as many trips as I did. Makes sense. I mean, you, you do have a lot of extra stuff that you have to carry, especially, you know, if they're younger or if you have a, a kid that has, you know, um, special needs, special needs or a special diet or something that you have to take extra, you know, gear with you that you wouldn't normally have to carry around. So um, that is kind of a, a big thing. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not even only the, the, the bus. Have they even announced dining plans yet? Another, no. Yeah. So a lot of these things that made Disney so exclusive, even though dining plans are going, you know, other parks are taking advantage of that too. Why are they taking these things away? They're not bringing them back, or they just they're holding off on announcing something. And that's going to be oh, between that and annual passes. <laughs> they're trying to kill us slowly. <laughs> well, and they announced that the annual passes are coming back, but they didn't say anything about pricing. So I'm going to assume if it's anything like the Disney one, Disneyland one, um, with the keys, I'm going to guess that Disney World will probably do the same. But the the lowest key probably won't include parking, and you know the next key is going to include 50% uh, discount on parking because I'm sure Disney is going to is they realize that they can make a whole lot more money if they start charging for parking, even if it's 50% for annual passes, I can guarantee that's going to be next. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you think about all the, the locals that, you know, that come by for, you know, a couple hours on their lunch break or whatever, or they go in after work or whatever. And yeah, I mean, they're missing out on all kinds of, Hey, it's, it's not busy. You know, grab the kids and let's go after, you know, right. they get home from work or whatever. So yeah, I think Disneyland is more local than Florida. It is. Yes. So are you thinking that they, they probably well, are, but I think well, that's they're why they, it, they're thinking mm -hmm. of money wise. Yeah. Disneyland's Disneyland's not thinking it money wise. Disneyland's doing it to try to prevent the locals from going there. So people that are from out of state or out of Southern Cali area, can get into the park and have a little bit lighter crowds and spend money yeah. because locals they're not going to spend as much money as somebody from out of town because locals they might go in there and have something quick to eat or just a drink or they're just going to go there to hang out whereas disney world you know the locals there a lot of locals are bloggers there so i mean disney world's got more bloggers than i think anywhere on the in the world i, I think disney world it would be more of a way to make more money is charging the annual pass holders to park sure. um i guess the next big thing is that for disney vacation club club members they announce uh preview dates for ratatouille and you can sign up for that i'm not there any of the dates i know it was um september 15th 17th and 20th if you were a vacation club member they would have sent you an email since i'm not there during that time i did not get the email yeah, yeah i had some dates for uh 
AP holders too. I oh, think. they did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got I got the AP preview for September twenty eighth, the first day I get there. Gotcha. And then and the you first, it? The, yeah, I booked it. Um, there's a lo- there were a lot of tickets available. I really didn't think I was going to get it because I never got an email. I don't get emails from annual pass. I used to get emails telling me things are going to happen. I checked a website and they're like, okay, it's available for reservations. And I went onto the website and it said, your wait is more than an hour. I'm like, I'm not going to get this reservation. I'm not going to get the reservation. Oh wow! But then I got through and my date was available. The first, the first group that was able to get reservations was Club 33. Then it was DVC, and that was like the beginning of September. They they're gonna do previews the day before DVC Club 33, and then at the end. I think the last one is September 29th is the annual pass preview. Gotcha. The Disney announced the first dates for the extended evening hours for deluxe resort guests. Monday, October 4th, it's Epcot 10 to midnight. Wednesday, October 6th, Magic Kingdom 9 to 11. Monday, October 11th, Epcot's 10 to midnight. Wednesday, October 13th, Magic Kingdom 9 to 11. Surprise, there's no studios in there. October 4th, huh? Man. That last day is October 6th. It'll be nice to experience it. Well. Oh, two more dates. October 18th, Epcot, 10 to midnight. And October 20th, Magic Kingdom, 9 to 11 p.m. So you have that so far. Yeah, I'm never going to be in a deluxe, so I don't have to worry about any of that. <laughs> You can always go with me, Matt. That's about the only way it'll happen. <laughs> well, your mom's got DVC. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but I'm, I'm one of those, I, I don't count on that. I mean, if that happens, it, it happens, but right. um, I, I, I just, yeah, I just that, that's one of the big things that they've made their change. It just rubs me the wrong way. You know, you want to reward the people that spend more money just to give them a couple extra hours in the park or whatever. And, uh, that, that's probably been the biggest thing that they've changed. It's been the hardest thing for me to swallow. Oh, wait till uh, paid fast pass comes out. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> I already know. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, man. Let's not talk about that now. That'll we can go hours talking about that. <laughs> so, all right. I th- and the other major news was that um, that I know of was that Disney World had said that they're requiring cast members to have vaccinations that are not union and not in the union but they're trying to get the union ones to be vaccinated as well they're negotiating that so there's that i mean i'm sure there's other major news but i think we cover some of the, the big stuff yeah that, the most important stuff i mean I, I can't remember what all has been been out since last time we've talked but i think that kind of is the the best coverage of the, the most important stuff so right all right, so that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at redmobile.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook and Enchanting Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can also leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. 
Atlas. You can find me on Twitter at TikiSean99. You can find me at MousePros.com. I think MouseProsVacations.com. And you can find Keith sitting on the side of the road begging <laughs> for churros. Um, I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm kind of done with social media, but I'm, I'm on Facebook if you want to look for me. I use Facebook and Instagram. Brian Tesseroni. It's Brian Tesseroni. T-E-S-O-R-O-N-I. And I know you can find Jesse at Disney Dad 69 Was it 20? I thought it was 23. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, don't go looking for that account. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to uh, well, special thanks to Steve for the news. He didn't bring this week, but still appreciate you, Steve. Uh, make sure you go check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news. And with that being said, Alan, my friend, you can now take it over and finish us out. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Aloha.